You're listening to the News Fuse. Stay in the loop with the most important headlines of the week. Brought to you by Freedomist. In July of 2019, the U.S. State Department saw a need to look back through our nation's history and create a project called the Commission on Unalienable Rights. The purpose was to gather information from a variety of people to advise the Secretary of State with recommendations on where our country stands on the issue of human rights laid out by our founding fathers and the principles of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights from 1948. Well, this week, the Commission on Unalienable Rights draft report was released and the Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, gave quite the speech on human rights, saying that the right to own property and religious liberties were among the most important. He also said, quote, America is fundamentally good and has much to offer the world because our founders recognized the existence of God-given unalienable rights and designed a durable system to protect them. But I must say these days, even saying that America is fundamentally good has become controversial, unquote. While agreeing that the founders fell short in many ways when it came to slavery, a topic causing much unrest throughout the states and in Portland specifically, Pompeo said he is convinced that, quote, the nation's founding principles gave us a standard by which we could see the gravity of our failings and a political framework that gave us the tools to ultimately abolish slavery and enshrine into law equality without regards to race, unquote. A multitude of other topics are covered in the 60 pages of the draft report, and it's worth the read if you have some extra time. Feel free to make a statement of your own as the Commission on Unalienable Rights welcomes public comments on the draft until the 30th of July. Disagreements are at an all-time high in the House of Representatives. The stimulus package that will continue to provide relief for those affected by COVID-19 is going to be quite expensive. The Democrats are looking at $3 trillion in spending through the HEROES Act they passed in May, but Republicans are looking to spend less as they seek to reduce and possibly eliminate the extra $600 per week in unemployment insurance. While the differences increase, Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin says the stimulus package they hope to release in August will include helping the process of getting kids back in school, allowing people back to work, and finding a vaccine to stop the virus. There's many differing opinions on how that will happen, though. And when kids do return to school in Kansas, for instance, students will be required to wear masks, ordered by Governor Laura Kelly. While the Kansas State Board of Education voted to reject the executive order to not go to school until September, the Florida Education Association, Florida's largest teacher and education union, is suing Governor Ron DeSantis for giving an order forcing public schools to open in August. Planned Parenthood put out an ad encouraging people to call their senators and to stop stalling on the relief plan. They say the senators are, quote, spending time confirming Trump's unfit judges instead of addressing the urgent public health crisis of COVID-19 and systematic racism, unquote. Speaking of judges, tragedy struck in the home of federal judge Esther Salas, who had been appointed to a case that involved a bank where former sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein was a customer. It is said that a man dressed himself as a FedEx delivery man and fatally shot Salas's 20-year-old son and wounded her husband. That man, known as Den Hollander, was later found dead by a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Salas was nominated by President Barack Obama as the first Latina U.S. District Court judge in New Jersey, and there is no proof of the connection between the attack and her case with Jeffrey Epstein. 
Meanwhile, a Manhattan judge, Loretta Preska, ruled to unseal hundreds of pages of documents that include important information of Ghislaine Maxwell's interactions with Epstein and his sex trafficking operation. Although Epstein is now dead, predators are still on the prowl, unfortunately, and data from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children is horrifying as COVID-19 forces children to spend more time at home, often online and unmonitored. Reports of predators enticing minors during the first six months of the year 2020 has gone up 93.3% in comparison to last year's numbers. And there's been a 90% increase of reported online sexual abuse materials. Today, I'll end not with a call for freedom, but with a story that shows there is something more to life than politics. There really is someone who sees all and takes note of even the tiniest among us. A baby boy with his umbilical cord still around his neck was found in a trash bin in North Carolina this week. Tamara Austin heard a woman yell for help and rushed to give aid. The baby was breathing. The lady was singing, Jesus loves me, and 911 was called. Whatever drove the mother of this baby to such despair, causing her to abandon her newborn baby, could not take away the life of this baby boy, though. Hang in there, little man. We have help coming for you, and God has a purpose for you. Tamara told him as he reached out and grabbed her pinky finger. This story not only brings a smile, it prompts a question. Like this little boy, I've been given life. What's my purpose? And what's yours? Thanks for listening to this episode of The News Fuse. For more great content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Or visit us online at freedomist.us. That's freedom, I-S-T-S, dot U-S. Until next time, stop yelling and start thinking.